Hey, y'all. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be what? Glad in it. Comment down below if you finished that scripture with me. So my name is Shantavia Johnson, but you can call me Shay, and I am your host of Obedience Podcast. Here at Obedience Podcast, our mission is to simply obey. Obey is an acronym that stands for O, obeying God, B, believing in God's word, E, evolving through Christ Jesus, and Y, yielding to the Holy Spirit. So if you think that you'll be interested in our content, be sure to hit that subscribe button down below if you're watching on YouTube and hit that follow button if you're listening on any of our audio platforms. But for all of our returning subscribers and listeners, welcome back and let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Welcome to season four, episode 23 of Obedience Podcast. It is such an honor to have you here because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with me. And I truly, truly appreciate it. So before we even get deep into this episode, y'all know I have to invite my co-host in Holy Spirit. So let's take a moment and bow our heads in prayer. So Father God, I want to thank you for letting me get on this platform another day. I want to thank you for all of the listeners that are listening right now. I want to pray over their lives. I want to pray for prosperity. I want to pray for healing. I want to pray for peace. And I want to pray for your presence in their lives, Lord. I thank you for what you're doing in their lives. And I thank you for what you're doing in my life. And I thank you for what you're doing for this ministry. I pray that it continues to grow and reach those out there exactly who you intended for it to reach. I thank you for your love and kindness. And the journey to this podcast episode. I thank you for always being there for me. And I thank you for Jesus Christ who erases all of our sins. I pray that through this episode, someone lets go of their scapegoat and they continue to grow closer to you and they don't let it hinder them in their growth. I pray for more of you and less of me. In Jesus name. Amen. All right, so now that I've welcomed my co-host in, let's go ahead and jump into the high and low portion of this episode. So if you would like to submit any high and lows to the podcast, you can do so by DMing us on our Instagram page, Facebook page, or directly to our email address. I'll be sure that all of that is on the screen for you. And if you do submit your high lows, you have the chance to be featured on the podcast. Now, for all of those out there who want it to be private, just let me know and I'll be sure to definitely pray for you in private. So I did get a high submission this week from a very loyal listener. She is always in the premiere. She is always on my social media page and we've actually prayed for her before. And I want to thank her so much for continuing to support the podcast. Your support does not go unnoticed. I definitely appreciate it. And I love you like I met you, you know. <laughs> but this is from Michelle Love. She does have a candle company, so y'all definitely go and support that. I'll be sure to include that in the show notes below. She has amazing candles, so y'all definitely want to check that out. Her high this week is she got some really good news, but she can't share it yet. I love that. But God has really been moving. I love the fact that she's not sharing yet. Y'all probably like, what? You love the fact that she's not sharing? But let me tell you something. There is a time 
to share what God is doing in your life. And you have to wait for him to go ahead and give you the go ahead before you just throw everything out there. Because if you put stuff out there, there are people out there who don't want to see the good things happening in your life and they will try to cause havoc. And we don't want that. So we definitely want to keep some things private until God gives us the go ahead to share it to everybody. So I love that she has that full knowledge and I am praying for the best for you. And I cannot wait until you reveal all the good things that God has been doing for you. Thank you so much for your submission. So thank God I didn't get any low submissions for this week. But y'all remember, if y'all do have any, you can always submit those. And I will definitely be keeping you in my prayers. Even if I don't share it on the podcast, I'll definitely keep you in my prayers. So I'm going to go ahead and switch over to my high and lows for the week. So my high for this week is that I got to spend my mama's birthday with her. If y'all noticed, there was not a video up this past Saturday on my YouTube channel. And that was because I was celebrating my mom's birthday the week and was crazy and I definitely think that she enjoyed her birthday to the fullest I love to see it I am so appreciative of her and if y'all could go ahead and say happy birthday to my mom in the chat she's always in the premiere of the YouTube video so she'll see that so y'all definitely tell my mom a happy birthday and then my other half of this week if you're watching on YouTube then you can see that I got my hair done y'all I don't have to do my hair for episodes now I got these little twists in and they are gonna stay in for a while so I don't have to worry about doing my hair that is such a blessing especially for my weight loss journey and also for filming because every time I film I have to make sure my hair is done because I do do a video portion so having it done is absolutely amazing but definitely keep me in your prayers because I am very tender-headed and my head hurts right now so my love for this week y'all I hate to change the atmosphere of the episode the energy of the episode but to be honest life has been really hard for me lately and I've been pouring out to God just telling him I'm tired you know I'm tired of consistently being attacked by the enemy and I don't know why well I do know why but y'all know it's just kind of like leave me alone like I'm gonna keep doing this you know how sometimes you can be going through something and you don't exactly know exactly what you're going through and why you're going through it. So I think that's where I'm at right now. So the best thing that I can say is life is hard and I just need God to help me through it. That's all I can say. But yeah, definitely just keep me in your prayers for my strength. Basically, is all I need. We don't want to keep the energy draining. So we're going to go ahead and jump into the biblical portion of this episode. My favorite part. To go ahead and jump into the biblical portion of this episode. Now, this episode is going to be a little different setup-wise because it's going to be kind of like a story time, but I also I'm going to connect it to the biblical background, okay? So I'm not going to give y'all a, a base scripture first. We're going to work our way into that base scripture, but it is going to be a hot episode. Hot stands for honest, open, transparent. So y'all definitely keep me in your prayers for this episode because this was definitely, um, after I wrote it, I had to definitely take a couple days because I had to revisit some areas I wasn't too happy about revisiting. So if you are a loyal listener, then you know that I recently came off of a fast and I did a fasting vlog to document that fast. And during the fasting vlog at the end of the episode, I talked about how it's totally fine to fast from someone. And I was like, that's a whole nother story for another day. Well, today is the other day. (laughs) 
So the reason I say that you can't fast from someone is because I've done that before. I've fasted from someone. So back in 2019, I was in a relationship that started before my whole personal relationship walk with God. And after my personal encounter with God, you know, when I knew him for myself, that my life did begin to change and so did my relationship at the time. So I was a different person than the person that he initially met back in 2018. And I basically needed to figure all of that out, like who I was as a person and what I really wanted. So when my pastor called my church to a corporate fast, my first thought of what I should fast from was my boyfriend at the time. Now, when I shared this with others, they thought I was absolutely crazy. And I didn't think anything of it because I was just like, but this is what I feel like the Lord is telling me to do. I need to fast from him. I need to figure things out. My fast wasn't going to be like a week. My fast was 21 entire days. And during those 21 days, I did receive the answer of what God wanted me to do with that relationship, which was get rid of it. Y'all probably already knew that since he was telling me to fast from it in the first place. (laughs) Now, I do feel like my ex did figure out that we were going to be over once the fast was done because I stuck to my 21 day fast. Like I did not cheat. We did not talk and I did not miss him. And so when my 21 day fast was up, he jumped the gun and broke up with me via text message. Yes. And so I was like upset, not because he broke up with me. I was upset because it was done over text message. I'm like, you could at least have decency to call me up on the phone because that's what I was going to do. But when I was calling him to kind of, you know, tell him by himself, he would not answer the phone. But that was just indicative of the person that he was. You know, I wasn't sad about the breakup. I was angry about how it happened, but I wasn't sad that it happened. But after I got past my anger of him breaking up with me via text message, I was happy. I was in a better place. I was being obedient to God, and I was looking forward to what was in front of me because of that obedience. You know, I was able to truly focus on my walk with God. The podcast was up and running at that time, and I was able to solely give my attention to the podcast, solely give my attention to deepening my relationship with God. During that time, I had got a raise at work, so I was doing good in work. You know, life was definitely looking up for me. And then also, after we broke up, I got rebaptized and I gained the strength to travel again. My anxiety was under control. Even my asthma was under control. Like, I was definitely in a good place during that time. It had been a while. It had almost been a year, I'll say, after that whole fiasco of the breakup via text message. And so, like I said, I was in a great place. But then all of a sudden, I got a text message notification. Y'all know that Cardi B song. I can't think of what the song is, but she says, I like texts from my exes when they want to sink a chance. I don't like that. I don't know what she was talking about. I don't like that. (laughs) But he reached out to me via text message, and he honestly probably meant no harm by reaching out to me. The enemy was using him. So I'm not going to talk about him too bad, but the enemy was using him to throw me off track because he saw how on track I was. He saw what I was doing and he was like, "Uh uh-uh, that's no, 
we can't have her succeeding like this. And he threw some bait out there. And to be honest with y'all, I did bite into that bait. Okay. So I did text back. And from there, we did start to communicate. So a couple weeks go by of us communicating. And I told him that I had a trip planned to New Orleans. And he actually lived in New Orleans at the time. And so I had a trip planned prior to him texting me to go see Sarah Jakes Roberts. And we planned to meet up during that time because we hadn't saw each other in like over a year. But when it came time to the trip, coming from where I stay, as you're entering into New Orleans, you would go over this long bridge to actually get into the city of New Orleans. And as I was crossing over that bridge, as I crossed the threshold from bridge to city, I could just feel like this dark cloud come over me. And from that moment on, I felt like I was on autopilot. I was there physically, but not there mentally. Like, my brain was entirely foggy. I don't know if y'all ever, like, been in that type of situation, but that happens to me when I'm not moving in the will that God has for my life. So, like I said, I knew that I was moving outside of the will of God, but I felt like I just have to see this out. Like, I have to see, you know, what's going to come of this meetup. Like, I have to see, you know, did I end things right or did I mess things up? So we met up, like I mentioned, and I forced that this is the right feeling that I was having. I just forced it to the back of my brain and I was going to make this situation happen. I was going to have my happily ever after with this guy. Now, I have to admit that during that time, I was holding on to this fairy tale that I built around our relationship. I definitely romanticized our relationship and I made it more than what it actually was. And when I say that, I mean, I knew we were not compatible. He knew we were not compatible, but I felt like both of us were romanticizing what we planned initially during those first three weeks of knowing each other. Y'all definitely move slow, definitely move slow. Do not move so fast and build this fairy tale because you'll stick on to that fairy tale that's literally never going to happen during the first two weeks of us meeting we had already planned that you know this was going to work both of us were at the age where we knew hey we don't want to date anymore we want to get married and this marriage is going to happen after you graduate school and then we're going to move off together and we're going to live happily ever after and so I was still holding on to what we planned basically to wrap it all up I wasn't fully trusting the plan that God had for my life which is why I definitely lean on Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 all the time. And y'all probably get tired of me saying it. But I have to consistently remind myself to trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean not on my own understanding. Because when I try to walk in my own understanding, I mess things up like I did in this situation. So because I wasn't trusting in God's plan for my life, I proceeded with this guy, and after that night, we were back together. Now, this trip did happen in March of 2020. In March of 2020, C-19 happened. A week after the trip, it was announced that New Orleans was going to be a new epicenter for C-19. Now, when we went to New Orleans, C-19 was a thing, but it wasn't as prevalent. Like, it was still over there in China. 
So we had no idea that it was coming to America and coming to America at the force that it came. So me being back home in Alabama, I was freaking out because I knew I just left New Orleans and my ex was actually in the medical field. So I knew that he had direct contact or he had the possibility to have been in direct contact with C-19 because he was in the medical field. He sees patients. So it's definitely a possibility. And I saw him and I told myself that I was going to get COVID because God was going to punish me for not trusting in him. Now, one thing COVID did was bring me back into reality real quick because I'd known that I shouldn't be seeking out this relationship with him. Like, I knew God told me to leave him alone. But what I was doing was I was pushing what God told me to do in the back of my head and moving forward to what I wanted to do. So when COVID happened, it forced those thoughts back to my (laughs) forefront, and I couldn't ignore it anymore. And I'm just like, yep, God is definitely punishing me for doing this. I don't need to be with him. And so I did fall into one of the worst anxiety attacks I've ever had. I wasn't eating. I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't talking. I wasn't walking. My mama said I was a zombie. And I literally was. Like, I was just in a trance. Like, I'm not going to recover from this. God is going to take me. I'm not going to have the chance to do what he wanted me to do. Is all my fault. And I was taking my temperature every single hour. I was recording my oxygen levels. I was taking my blood pressure. Now, I had even found a stethoscope in my house. And I was just, like, trying to listen to my lungs. It was absolutely bad. I had convinced myself that I had pneumonia because God was about to take me from this earth because I blatantly disobeyed him and disregarded exactly what he told me to do. My ex knew all of this. He knew, well, I can say there was a shift in our conversation because I now felt extremely guilty and felt like I was about to die. And so my conversation with my ex changed. And I think that he got the foreknowledge that, hey, she's about to break this off again. So he proceeds to break up with me via text message again. Okay, y'all? Then with this breakup, he actually really did bruise my self-esteem. Thank God I've worked through that. He couldn't just break up with me nicely through this text message. Like, he told me that I was going nowhere in life, blah, 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 blah. Not going into details about that, but it really affected me. So on top of me feeling like God was mad at me and punishing me and him telling me that I was not going to equate to anything because I wasn't on the level that he was on, I spiraled completely. And I was living on autopilot for months. I was doing the podcast and I was trying to gain God's trust again, but also consistently feeling guilty about what I'd done. But because of the God that we serve, he met me right where I was at and he picked me back up. He showed me my worth. He showed me that he forgave me. And I was able to get back in a good place mentally with God and also mentally with my self-esteem. It was so hard for me to forgive myself. I could forgive others like that, but to forgive myself, no, because 
Shay, you should have knew better. You were in your word, and you knew what God told you to do, and you blatantly disobeyed him. Why? Why did you do that? And so through that, I really did struggle with accepting that I was to proceed with this ministry that he gave me. I was just like, I don't deserve it. I don't just, I don't deserve his ministry. Like, I sit here and tell people to be obedient, and I blatantly disobey him. Like, what? No, I don't deserve this. Like, how can I be on obedience podcast and I'm not obedient? What sense does that make? So here I am downing myself about that. And meanwhile, God had already cleaned that stain using his stain remover, Jesus Christ. And I had to really, really take time and meet God as a forgiver. God really did take care of me during that time. He really healed me and he showed me that I was complete. That's what brought on that completion journey. That's what brought on spring cleaning. If y'all saw that, I was really healing during that time. He was showing me that I was deserving. I was complete. And he knew I wasn't perfect, but I was worth it. Because he placed a purpose down in me. He already knew my flaws and my faults. He knew that when he created me, but he still gave me this intentionally. During like the completion series and the spring cleaning series, I honestly felt like I had like shared everything I needed to share about this situation because I never thought that I would share this personal situation. So that's the background of all of that. And I had to explain how we got here. Now let's proceed. Let's go to 2022 now. I'm reading Leviticus and I learned about the scapegoat and how it was used during that time. So in your spare time, definitely read Leviticus chapter 16 to learn about the Day of Atonement. So I'm going to give you all a summary of what the scapegoat is, but definitely take time to read it out for yourselves. So the high priest at the time was to take two male goats. He would take the two goats and place them before the Lord. One goat would be used for sacrificing and the other would be sent to an uninhabitable place. The high priest was to place lots to determine which goat is going to be sacrificed and which goat is going to be sent away. So after the goat is chosen to be sacrificed, the high priest goes ahead and sacrifices that goat. Then the second goat, what he does is he places both of his hands on that goat's head and he confesses all of the sins of the Israelite people. He confesses the iniquities. He confesses the rebellious acts, just all of the sins of the Israelite people. He's placing it on this goat. And so after he places all of those sins on the goat's head, he sends the goat off to the uninhabitable place. Verse 22 of Leviticus 16 provides the perfect illustration of what God does with our sins because of Jesus Christ. Okay, so verse 22 says, the goat will carry all their iniquities into a desolate land and the man will release it there. So get that visual in your head, y'all. So we have the high priest confessing all of the people's sin and placing it on this goat. And then they send the goat outside of the land into this wilderness to never see that sin and that goat again. So the goat is literally a scapegoat. So y'all know that famous saying, scapegoat, this is the imagery of it. Now let me give y'all the definition of what a scapegoat is. A scapegoat is a person who is blamed for the wrongdoings, mistakes, or faults of others. Now y'all know that they got the word scapegoat from this Day of Atonement, right? 
All right. So the goat is literally a scapegoat. So during that season of my life where I wasn't forgiving myself for what I did, God literally had that on a scapegoat. And he was trying to let the goat go. But I was just holding on to that goat for dear life. When the scapegoat is designed to literally take the sin away from you so you never see it again. You never think about it again. But meanwhile, I was just sitting there holding on to it for dear life when I didn't need to. He was trying to get rid of the sin, but I was holding on to it. So here we are a whole two years later. And God was still showing me and reassuring me that he's a forgiven God. And that imagery, it completely stuck in my head. And I consistently saw the goat just walking away with all of the sins. And I was thinking about my sins, just walking away with all of my sins. To be honest, at that moment, I didn't connect the story that I told y'all to that. I just consistently saw that imagery, but I didn't connect it. And then one day when I was running on the treadmill, God connected it for me. <laughs> and it hit me and y'all almost tripped on that treadmill to be honest with you but I slowed it down <laughs> I slowed the treadmill down and I grabbed my phone and I wrote down what God was showing me in that moment he connected what happened with my ex and me not forgiving myself for that disobedience he connected that to the scapegoat and I saw that whole situation I literally like saw my ex on the goat walking in the wilderness like walking away from me on that treadmill and I was like okay Lord that's why I couldn't get rid of the imagery that's why and then I immediately knew he wants me to share that story I was like Lord I didn't I didn't share everything up until that like the entire story I won't do that that's my business you're my business don't do that I knew that's what he wanted me to do so I wrote in my notes, talk about your ex and how you were holding on to him while God was trying to let the scapegoat go. So I knew that God was telling me to share my experience. So for someone out there who's holding on to their scapegoat, so they'll let it go. Sis, whatever it is you're holding on to, it's a scapegoat. Let it go. God is providing you this imagery so you know that he's not even holding on to the sin. So why are you holding on to it for dear life? He's already used his stain remover, Jesus Christ, to get rid of that sin. So why are you holding on to your scapegoat? That's what I was doing at that time. And it held me back from a lot of things. Because I wasn't letting go of my sin, I consistently thought I wasn't worthy enough. I consistently would get half effort to what he told me to do because I didn't think I was deserving of it. I'm here to tell y'all, whatever the sin is, whatever you did, I don't care what it is. Whatever you did, ask for forgiveness. Repent. And he lets it go. He sends your goat off. He sends the goat off with all of your sins. Into the land of wilderness, an uninhabitable land, a land that you can't even live in. It's not intended for you to go to it. It's not intended for you to look back on your sins and condemn yourself. It's not meant to. 
Like he provided this imagery for a reason. This is why it's so important to read the Bible. Because, yes, we don't have to do that scapegoat now. We don't have to, but you need that imagery in your life. So when you have those moments and that sin that's on you and you're not letting it go, you need to see that imagery. So you see, oh, God provided a whole scapegoat. God provided me this imagery where I can see that goat just going away and never returning. If God provided you a scapegoat, why are you holding on to it? Let it go. Let it go in the wilderness and let it die like he designed for it to. God knows who you are. He created you. So he knows your pitfalls. He knows your downfalls. He knows what you're susceptible to. You may have let him down, but he's not going to hold that against you. He still wants the best for you. I shared the whole story time before so y'all could see a representation of someone holding on to a scapegoat. So I'm being honest with y'all. I did have a moment where I was disobedient on obedience podcast, but God provided me a scapegoat. He put all my sins on top of that goat and he sent the goat off. It was still prevalent at the time because I was holding on to it. And when I let go of it, it was gone. So for someone out there holding on to your sins, not forgiving yourself, I want to pray for you. Because today we are delivered. God delivered me years ago from that. Two years ago to be exact. He delivered me two years ago and he led me to completion. He led me to spring cleaning. If y'all want to, y'all can go back and listen to those episodes because you'll see the healing process. But he reminded me two years later and connected that thing for me, for you. So today you're going to be freed. And I'm also free because if I ever have a situation like that again, I'll never hold on to it. Because I know God has let it go on that goat. He provided me a scapegoat. So think about that. Think about the scapegoat that you're holding on to it. Think about it. And I'm going to pray for you. Father God, I want to thank you for the imagery of the scapegoat. I want to thank you for providing us Jesus Christ. You knew who we were. You knew that we were a people filled with sin. And you knew that you had to save us. So you came down here on earth in the form of Jesus Christ just to save us, and we thank you for it. We pray that we use Jesus Christ to our advantage, and we let go of the sins that's loaded on that scapegoat. The scapegoat may be full of sins. It may be reaching the sky, but you don't care because all you see is pureness. All you see is faithfulness, and you just want us to let go of that scapegoat So it can take all of those sins away to where we'll never see it again and we'll never be affected by it again, just like you do, God. You don't see our sins. You see the beautiful person that you created us in initially. You see the person praising you. And I just pray, Lord, that all the people out there who's holding on to their scapegoats, they let them go. They open up their hands. They let their scapegoat go and they raise their hands to pray to you and praise you. I thank you that we all have free hands so we don't have to hold on to our sins. We can just let it go and praise you with our hands lifted up. So I pray, Lord, that they see that you have forgiven them. You aren't condemning them. You've let it go so they can let it go. They can forgive themselves. In Jesus' name I pray. 
Amen. So, sis, let it go. Raise your hands. Let it go. And praise God for who he is. So, before I get out of here, I pray that that biblical background, that story time, I pray that it resonated with you. And I pray that you let it go. If you need extra prayer in that area, reach out to me. DM me. Instagram, Facebook, email. I'm here for you. I'm here to pray for you. I just don't want you to hold on to something that you don't have to hold on to. Let it go. And I have two questions for you as well. I want to know what your key takeaway was from this episode. And also if you learned something new. If you're watching on YouTube, please comment down below in the comment section. And if you're watching on Spotify, answer down below in the Q&A section. I cannot wait to see the people that are healed and they let the scapegoat go. Let me know down below if you let your scapegoat go. And then I do not want to end this episode without someone having the opportunity to give their lives to Christ and become reborn. And this is definitely essential for those people out there who feel like they've given their lives to Christ, but they messed up, they sinned, and they let their scapegoat go today. So they want to become rebaptized. This is especially for you today. Now, I say reborn because in John 3 and 3, it says, Truly, I tell you, unless someone is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And to become reborn is super simple. All you have to do is accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So if you haven't done that or you want to rededicate your life to Christ, all you have to do is repeat this short prayer after me. Lord Jesus I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. Thank you for forgiving and delivering me from sin. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me in the way that I should go. In Jesus' name, amen. And just like that, you are now reborn. God has taken away all of your sins, and he is accepting you right where you are, as you are. So just keep that in mind. If you did repeat that prayer after me, congratulations. I am so excited for you. Now, I do want to tell you, the first essential step that you should take is to connect with a Bible-teaching church. I always leave my church's live stream link in the description box below where we go live at 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time every single Sunday. And then the second essential step, in my opinion, is to purchase our Reborn workbook. That link is down below. That workbook is going to be very essential to your new walk and also your Reborn walk if you're rededicating yourself to Christ. So if you are an existing believer and you're trying to rededicate yourself, the workbook is just as essential for you as well. All right, so that's all that I have for you guys today. I pray that this episode was a blessing to you. And I thank y'all for sitting through my honesty, my openness, and my transparency. Thank y'all for providing me a safe place to provide the story to y'all. So if you are in the premiere of this episode in the chat, I want y'all to know I appreciate y'all. I see you. We see each other. I definitely thank you for sitting through this because this is hard. Y'all know for me, in episodes like this, I'd rather just have them upload and 
never listen to what people have to say because I don't want to relive it. I don't want to hear myself be vulnerable, but I know this is what God called me to do. So I definitely appreciate y'all being in the chat. I appreciate everybody for listening. I appreciate everybody for watching. I do want to ask that if you are listening on the podcast platforms to please leave a review. It definitely helps the ministry go a long way. And also, if you're listening, I am on the road to a thousand subscribers. So if you could go and follow me on YouTube and then you can continue to listen on your audio platform. And then no matter where you're listening, be sure to share this video with five of your friends. And then if you do have any prayer requests, be sure to send those to us. It'll be podcast at gmail.com. And we will always be in agreement with you. But I pray that this video found you blessed. And I pray that it left you even more blessed. And I pray, sis, that you let go of that scapegoat to never come back again. I truly appreciate y'all. I feel like this was a therapy session without my therapist. <laughs> so thank y'all again. Thank y'all, thank y'all. I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here. But in the meantime, in between time, as always, be obedient. And I'll see y'all next Monday. Bye.